This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. And you're going to find on sale now at Zupan some fresh-cooked peonies, old-fashioned potato salad, fresh and wild Hawaiian ono, and more on special. That changes every week, so depending on when you're listening to this podcast, you want to go check zupans.com to see what's on sale for their full list of specials. I'm going there today to get some Mount Hood strawberries. Oh, yeah. This, I love the, the Hood strawberries. The Hood so strawberries. Good. Are they not Mount Hood strawberries? I think they're both. They just I th- I've seen it both ways, actually. Okay, but yeah. all the produce at Zupan's is spectacular, and it's beautifully displayed. It is. And while you're at Zupan's, be sure to check out their event list. The big dinners in the Breezeway in Lake Grove, for example, coming up on the 9th. Everything pork, four courses with wine pairings on the 23rd, the Tuscan Feast on the 21st of July, the Mediterranean <laughs> Feast. And you got to book now because I tell you, I went to look for the lobster and clam bake dinner. Already it's gone. sold out. Yeah. So, so before these are sold out, mm-hmm. book. Definitely. And then uh, you'll see this week, if you go to the news feed, I go into Zupan's and go check my phone for what's the deal. This week, buy one, get one free of hanging baskets and all their... All their plants and flowers are really pretty there, so uh, Mm -hmm. it's a good opportunity. So they have an excellent floral department, um, so it's a good time to make your deck or garden look beautiful with some plants from Zupans. Three locations, McAdam, Lake Grove, and of course West Burnside, and always Zupans.com. All right, here we go. It is right at the fork for another week with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And Court Johnson from Kink.fm. Yeah. And right at the fork. We're yeah. both from right at the fork. Right. And and right, we're we're happy to have everybody here with us. Yeah, no, another great week. And this uh, this episode today, which we'll talk about here in length, is it just it flew by. An hour long with Missy Mackey is just, it's it's crazy. Well, we're in the midst of, I noticed, I looked the, today and I noticed we've been pretty media heavy lately. Mm-hmm. So we have Missy, we're going to have Andy Krizza mm-hmm. leaving Portland with his love letters to Portland. We had Stephanie Krelovich from Channel 12. Right. We've had Brooke from Eater, and she's coming back to do an Oregon recap for us. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's been a little media heavy. So we'll, uh, we noted that, and we'll get back to some food industry people shortly. But Missy's also a food industry person oh, as yeah. well. She's not just media. Um, uh, she has worked at Landry's for quite a long time she'll right. tell us about that at jake's um and so she's been in the food industry for a long time and then she's going to talk on the podcast about how she found her way to her radio show yeah. and how that went which just recently ended yeah so we find out how it how it came to be and how it came not to be right so she was like before i think before we did this she was interviewing yeah, they they they, Food they started roughly around the same time, though. I think she had maybe a couple months. Uh, oh, really? It was just ahead. it was pretty close. Wow. I was doing the math. My math. I'm not great at math, but I th- in my mind I was like, oh, it was pretty close. Right, but you can see, and we'll talk about it. She didn't really start it as a food scene radio show. Right. It was a cooking show. Cooking show. Because uh, she's you know a, a very proud mom. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Chris. Before we get to Missy's interview, though, we need to take care of some business. You've got some stuff going on with Portland Food Adventures, not uh, not with ju- just here locally, but some of your trips to Europe, right? Yeah. Well, we have uh, our trip to Jose with not to Jose with Jose Chesa of Atala to Barcelona. You've probably heard about this in the podcast before, but. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But this is our fourth one, and it's really special. He takes us to his favorite places. We go to a place called Kanjuban outside of, uh, or as he pronounces it, Kanjuan, outside of um, Barcelona, about 40 minutes, where he cooked when he was younger. Those are his dear friends. You get to meet Jose's friends over there, and he's in heaven because, as you know, Jose's a busy guy here at Atala. And this is his chance to, to chill out and eat and drink and not cook and not work mm. for uh, a week. It's really a pleasure to spend time with him. So uh, anybody who wants to jump in and give me a call at, I'm going to do, I've never done this before. Here's the 503-314-4221. Interested in going to Barcelona with Jose. I've got 500 bucks off if you call me before the end of June and a couple of other goodies I'll mention when you call. Um, so cool. We also have two spots left for our trip to Sicily with Austria Ensign. That's special. We've got a beautiful, wonderful group going there. Uh, and we're planning some cool trips for next year. Those we'll, we'll leave for later. But uh, for right now, I'm really excited about those. Then locally, we have on July 18th an incredible, beautiful night at Chico, a benefit for Kelly Myers. And uh, next week, we have her partner, Liz Davis, on the podcast. And she's going to talk about the tragedy that, that uh, happened upon uh, Kelly, uh, I guess it was about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. She had a stroke, and uh, she's recovering, and it's gonna, the recovery is going to be a long process. And so to keep Chico vibrant and, uh, and ha- allow her to have a business when she gets back in, back in the kitchen, we're going to do what we can. And Portland Food Adventures is um, putting on a... Uh, an incredible event. We have, I think, about 30 restaurants kicking in gift certificates. Oh, nice. We have. And so that means when you buy a ticket, you're going to leave with up to $150 in gift certificates to, like, great places. These are not just, you know, this is Paley's Place. Right. You can go look at the list. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Canard, uh, it goes on and on, right right to food carts. So um, Viking Soul Food, uh, too. So... Uh, a lot of places we have some surprise chefs in the kitchen and what's really cool is, uh, the folks from shipwreck are going to be serving their special cocktails, Mm. uh, to start it. So just check it out. Uh, it's a really good cause. We only have room for 40 people. I believe we'll fill it. So you might want to be one in on that evening. And then we have another, uh, PFA August 23rd. I'm really excited about this. Proud Mary. If you have, you haven't been you, to Proud Mary. I've been yet. been there, but uh, I have heard tale. about it. You yes. have, yep. As soon as I went in there, I thought this place is great. They've never done a dinner before, and we're going to do our first dinner, their nice. first dinner with us, and we're going to hopefully put together a trip to Melbourne, Australia next year. Oh, with, wow. With Nolan from Proud Mary, and um, that's going to be a lot of fun. So those are the uh, the local things. I just wanted to mention it's. It's spring and things have changed a little bit. We mm-hmm. got, I went to Oxbox yesterday. Oh, yeah. They opened up on, I think, on Memorial Day. It was our first day open this summer. Right. And I'd never been. Mm. I had not been. So my son and I shared the eggplant and also the albacore tuna sandwich. Nice. It was great. But what I missed, my eyes went right to the the sandwiches and mm-hmm. I missed the halibut chowder. Ooh. I would have gotten that in a heartbeat. Yeah, Plus, yeah. it wasn't even hot when I went. So <laughs> Not the soup, not the chowder, but the day. Right. Well, it would have been a nice day for it. So, um that was great. And then I had the best, since we're not having Gary on this month, I'm going to throw a couple of things I've done sure. that are great. And I had a fantastic time at the Peter Cat pop-up at Notoguro uh, the other night. It starts at 930. They give you a bento box 
and your choice of beverages for like 45 bucks. I was there till almost two in the morning hanging out and talking, and it was a great time. <laughs> Beautiful space, really special experience, and I even got a tarot card reading. Hey. So ratings are going to go up. Oh, great. Listeners are going to go up. Yes, that's, right. so that's, that's what that, I that, chose. That was the takeaway. <laughs> nice. No. So anyway, listen, right now, leave the room wherever you are. Go get your friends to listen to Missy Mackey because uh, it's a fun interview. And hey, she's all about the family. So bring your family. Mm-hmm. It's, it's R-rated, I think. I think. I think, yeah, I, th- I think know, it is. I think she might have thrown a swear word in there, but that's okay. Sure. These days, that's R-rated, you yep, know? right. So it depends on which one it is. Sure. And how many times. <laughs> exactly. Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more, with a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupans, on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove, and at Zupans.com. Eat well, put taste first, love your food. Ringside Hospitality Group. Owned by the Peterson family for nearly 75 years, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape. And Ringside Fish House, in the heart of downtown, boasts the freshest seafood and an exceptional wine list. Both serve the world-famous onion rings that James Beard claimed to be the best he's ever had. Visit ringsidesteakhouse.com and ringsidefishhouse.com and make a reservation today. Join right at the Four Coast, Chris Angeles, for once-in-a-lifetime trips this fall to eat and sip your way through Sicily, Mexico City, and PFA's famous trip with Italo chef Jose Chesa to Barcelona. See the exciting itineraries at portlandfoodadventures.com and find Chris's contact information there too. If you love food and travel, these trips are for you. And make sure to check in on local PFA events. And by San Pellegrino. Iconic, fresh, sparkling water with extraordinary Italian heritage is a refreshing way to enhance any dining experience. Ask for San Pellegrino by name next time you're having a great meal. Ever since its founding in 1899, San Pellegrino has been a premium brand synonymous with style. There's nothing off mic that we do. Yeah. And it's quite literally right, right up against the mic. Yeah, and nothing the, the thing off is mic. that I'm pretty close, saying. court's pretty close, and then when guests get far away, then... Um, it sounds... Yeah, exactly. I hate that. I know. So we. Try. I always say, I always say, make love to the mic. But I don't think there's going to be any problem with you being timid with the <laughs> mic. So. I think you're probably going to have to bleep all my f bombs. No, we don't Do bleep. You, really? Okay. Good. You didn't read it. So Fuck you didn't, yeah! I have a couple. Of, I have a couple <laughs> of questions for you. So I send that long Bible, right? Which, by the way, is just simple things on how to get here, mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about. Don't use the word amazing. I know that was amazing. Yeah, there you go. We I try not I, to have not that. Me. We 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 try not. We just would like people to not say that twenty times a show, and um, and then we ask for bullet points. Missy, you're the first one who ever. It's obvious that you're Shut a show up. host. You, you sent sh- back all the questions that we did, like in question form, not just so, bullet points. So, Missy, your hair is so silky smooth. Exactly what shampoo do you wear? Exactly. <laughs> do you? I, I That's, uh, I'm sorry, that was question number three. <laughs> right. Why are we jumping ahead? Uh, Where's my script? I missed that one. But uh, are there any others that we should that you missed that you should uh, we should 
It was really, well, it was really funny when you responded to that because I thought, oh, God, okay, mayor of the universe, take a day off. That's <laughs> so, that's so my problem. I I uh, will take control of every environment I'm in. It's I know. It's so unhealthy. Especially when it's like a, sh- you know, an audio show, a little radio show, sure. podcast. You're used to like having it all set up. And mm-hmm. so when I got back that response, I said, this is awesome. She's going to. You, you should actually, and Court and I have talked about this, not necessarily with respect to you, but this is a good idea. We have talked about having someone interview us. Oh, it should be me. Yeah, so we should have you on. You should just run the interview and we'll talk about our past. But this, Absolutely. So I have an honest question. Yes. No, it's a, it's a question. Honest answer I'm looking for. Okay. Um, 32. The, I'm 32 years old. <laughs> Other, other than question number four, all right, right that's over with. Take that off. Uh, other than the shows on which you've appeared, have you listened to the podcast? Have I listened to the podcast? That's I'm trying to honest answer. No, I'm trying to actually. See, you think. would know. You would know. Yeah, I don't think I I did. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. But I, but I actually I'll don't think what. I listened to the one that I was on. Oh, Either. okay. Well, that's understandable because it wouldn't be that exciting for you to go, oh my God, I am I can hear myself through speakers. I, I don't listen to my show either, if yeah. that helps. No, I understand that. Do you ever listen to it afterwards? Ever? No. I, and the funny thing is when I get into the you? car, yeah. um, when I get into the car and it happens to be a Sunday at 10 a.m. and the show is going... I'm my my kids love it and they think it's crazy that mom's in the car but she's on the radio. I'm the first one to like turn it over to 95.5. But aren't you there? No, no. No, I mean you can't be in the studio every Sunday. Oh, okay. You know, so but then I actually let them play my show for about three months after I stepped away. Right. So it happened a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, uh, Court, what about you? How often do you listen to this podcast? I listen to I, every every single week. Well, I mean, I, I, that, I, have, to, after, I have to edit the, the thing fact, together in your house with headphones on. Um, <laughs> exercising. There's no there's no reason for me to because I'm listening to it in right. And you're editing. I'm too, editing it, so, so there's there's no reason for me to go back. To it. So in the no, first, I'll just say in the first year to, to you know listening to one's own show. The first mm-hmm. year I listened a lot, and then now I. I listen once in a while if I have to find something that oh my god we said something that we really need to. Do you not listen? Uh, I don't listen. Oh, I I don't have time to listen. Well, I do have time, but I'd have to not listen to other podcasts. So, um, but I listen. I already I already he- heard it. I no longer need to listen. I feel to, like shit that I haven't been listening to your show right now. I'm like God. Oh that god, was such so, a crappy answer. That's kind of why we asked. Yeah, exactly. We just the the key to any good interview is to make you feel uncomfortable. The minute it starts. Oh my god! Which, by the way, is now. I have a friend who does that. Really? Oh, yeah. sets people up. I don't know. I feel like that might. Um, I actually don't agree. And and I've interviewed a lot of people. No, my, I don't agree either. Yeah, but my that's what key he does. is like making Gen- sure that people are comfortable. Right. Well, I think we generally do. It's I a think, power move. Is like what I it try is. to to, to think, when someone sits down, shove the microphone right up into their nose. Yeah. Just kidding, Court. <laughs> Well, this is a nice mic, so though. I can to, smell someone's I'm referring breath to Jamie. on it. Yeah. Jamie Mustard loves to uh, loved. Uh, he's not doing it any longer. But when he did a show, he would ask the most uncomfortable question right up front. Sure. Uh, this is, yeah. And that I wasn't doing that. It was like yeah. my, no, it's okay. I was I'm, only doing I'm a good that person because when I was, I was, yes, and when we were, when I was driving in, and you sent you sent another uh, email saying I'm trying to think of, and I was just wondering. I wonder if she's listened to the podcast because. 
Um, your question sounded as though you thought that that this was going to be like a simple kitchen show, <laughs> and it's. it's <laughs> you know what? There's nothing like a simple kitchen show. Right. So, all right. So let's segue right into that. Okay. I have a question for you on, and so we're going to talk a little bit today about okay. your show, Simple Kitchen, which is no longer airing. So, no this longer is, on the air. This is there's a lot of pent up energy right now, radio energy in you that we're Do glad you think to so? have. We're glad to have a part of, but uh, it's no longer on the air. We'll talk a little bit about that. But I wanted to ask. I, it dawned on me the name. Simple Kitchen. It doesn't sound like the show you've been having for the last few years was the show you planned when you started it, because you wouldn't name a show Simple Kitchen that has a parade of Portland food people coming in and out, right? Yeah, actually, um, you're 100% correct. So that I have no radio experience. I have, did not go to school for radio. I did not plan to be in radio. I have a full-time career and I just was writing a blog while I was trying to get pregnant, and I was kind of just being funny and writing, you know. Did you dumb think that shit. was going to help you get pregnant? No, the well, blog. The, it, it was actually, <laughs> uh, to be honest, since I had a full time job and I was going through all of this, it was just sort of a place for me to go. Right, writing is actually the thing that I love. I would be very happy to write for a living. I think if if I wasn't doing what I did, I would be a writer. I would be a humorist. You're still young, you know. I know. Well, you know, at 27, it feels like the end of your... I'm just having so much fun with <laughs> You're this. You're getting younger every I know, minute. I know. I know. I feel like I'm getting young. Um, but <laughs> but it, was, it was a place for me to let some humor out and try to find myself or a voice that I, I I knew I wanted to write somehow and I and I cooked a lot and so I started this blog you know it was called Mrs. Mackie Cooks because I was Mrs. Mackie I wasn't anyone's mom I was a wife and and my husband always got mad at me because I would make something and he wouldn't he would ask for it and I wouldn't remember the recipe so I started putting taking pictures and putting them on a blog but in between I would write and I had these little pieces that I would put in there. Well, out of nowhere, this talk radio station reaches out and says, we have been following you every day. Will you come in and talk to us? And I'm like, well, sure. Why? And they said, well, we're talking about doing a lifestyle show and it will include food. Food is becoming a really, it's, it's everything in Portland. So I said, sure. Thinking I would, you know, come in and maybe I would, you know, to help them with recipes or something like how in the newspaper, there'd be like a recipe of the week or something. Yeah. Here's your casserole. And I came in and I, you know, I, at work, I'm a boss. So I went in and I don't mean like I'm a boss, but I mean like I am a employer of human beings and I take care of their welfare while they're working, if that makes sense. So I go in and I'm kind of flip and I sit down and I remember it was white leather couches and I put my arm on the back and I think I said fuck a few times like, oh my God, that'd be fucking awesome. Like that, you know, and in 45 minutes, they offered me a radio show. Have you ever thought about being on the radio? And my response to the whole thing was, um, I said, you know, I feel like I should ask my husband. And they go, why don't you do that? And I asked my husband and he said, um, his response was, hey, you know what? Even if you totally stink, you would have had your own radio show and no one has a radio show. And I was like, okay. So I went to, into the whole thing so casually. But for me, it was about what I was doing there, which was cooking and talking about cooking did you even when did you even you were aware there was a food scene in Portland at the time? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I have been in the food and beverage industry downtown for 27 years. Right. I am very connected to it. Yeah, but, but 27 years ago the food you couldn't necessarily say there is a foods quote unquote food no, scene. No, but this going is on. just 6 years ago. Right. Okay. When this, so so yes, I knew it, but this is before Feast. Right. And this is before, do you know what I mean? And Feast really that that crew really brought the eyes. I mean, this is like 
right as like Wild Squirrel made their first peanut butter and Ben Jacobson was scooping his first thing of salt. It was before these big kind of things. Um, I would call them landmark items in Portland that sort of. Um, oh, it's when they were six years ago is when they were blossoming. Exactly. When they and, and, that's, and all that. Yep. Stuff. And salt and straw. And and it was right then. It was all at the same time. It was kind of like and, and the show came on. So the co the, the show, they said, what do you want to call it? And I go, I don't know. What do you want to call it? I don't know. So I gave them a list of like five things. And one of them was the Simple Kitchen. I thought it sounded really classy. And they picked the Simple Kitchen with Missy Mackey. And I was very concerned because I said, well, why are you putting my name on there? And they're like, we're making a show around you. And that was the first thing that really freaked me out because you're no longer a private citizen, right? right. And, and I said, do you have to use my name? And they said, well, your name is really fun to say. And I've now learned since I've been on the radio, people like to say my name. Right. Say and, my then, name, and your say name my is name. also, when I first heard your name, I was expecting a Japanese woman, too. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. and then you get you, which is kind of far from that. Absolutely. No one expects a Vogue model to walk in and <laughs> <laughs> here I am. So I'm going to guess when you were a kid, you, were, a picture. you, you were doing, um, you would try to get in front of the camera when you could, you were a ham when you were a kid. So. Yeah, I don't know that we really had a camera. I grew up really poor. Well, but but yeah, you know, did I, mean, you want, I don't know. Did you want to be on Star Search? I don't want. I don't mean to. You know. No, no, you. no. It's fine. Um, I, there, there, <laughs> there is a bit of the theatrical about me. It's totally fine. It's fine, Chris. Um, I think what it is is that I don't take myself very seriously. There's actually a reason for that. Um, I was born with a rare eye disorder called um, Duane syndrome. So one of my eyes doesn't move one way. So when I was a kid, um, here it's radio. It's great. Yeah, to try no, it's it right great. Now. So I can look over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Straight ahead. So Left yeah. Eye straight yeah. Ahead. Did you get to see it? Kurt? I did. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's gonna be the eye. That's gonna be the. Let's get a picture. Absolutely. Of that. Put it away, Chris. <laughs> so no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm serious. Oh my gosh, you guys are the worst. It's not happening. So, um, but I did write about it. But when I was a kid, like uh, people call me cross-eyed. They kind of made fun of me. And, you know, I feel like I, I can almost remember this point that I made uh, that that I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be funny. And I decided to be funny. And that was always my thing. I was always kind of. Kid. Yeah. When I was a kid it and through high school and all of like that. After three months of shows that you said, OK, we got to <laughs> fix it. <laughs> That's really funny. Chris. <laughs> I've always been funny. Um, no, but, but I kind of, I, I felt like when I could make people laugh, then I was laughing with them. They weren't laughing at me. Mm-hmm. And then I, I mean, I was always, you know, I was never the prettiest. I was never the tallest. I was never any of those things. So funny was something that fit, you know? And I think that being humorous has, has a, um, a second sort of second nature of being maybe a little theatrical or. Did you see the, did you have, I, I haven't watched, I don't watch it anymore, but I did happen to watch it last night, 60 Minutes interview with the Pope, who ends no. it by saying what it's really all about is a sense of humor. How about that? The Pope said I, that. I haven't seen that, but I saw the preview and yeah. the, I, now I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it because. Yeah. The Pope. Sense God of bless humor. the Pope. Sense of humor. I think God end, does man. bless the Pope. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. So. So anyways, the show, yeah, so it, I went into it thinking it was much more uh, going to be this thing about me talking about Crock-Pot, which I did more than I probably should have, 
Um, oh, I wish I would have listened back then. Oh, I yeah. Have a well, you know, now and I'm fairly clueless. Oh, you but know it's what? Easy. You and I have an open line of communication. I will help you. Tell me what you want, and I'll I give want it you to you. To come put the stuff in it and turn it on. <laughs> Good lord! It's like Lord. The, the easiest cooking in the world. I know. Yeah. I know. I got it. Set it and forget it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the. It's all about the instant pot these days. Yeah, the IP is magic. Oh, yeah. But I will tell you, I prefer. I bought the IP and mm-hmm. then I actually donated it and bought the crock pot one. Okay. Yes. Oh, the crockpot I... version of a pressure cooker? Yes. Okay. It's the same thing, right. but it's crockpot brand. brand name, Got and it. I do prefer it. Okay. So, on a scale of, like, TGI Fridays to Le Pigeon, uh-huh. where am I with an old, pretty large crockpot that my kids got me for Christmas not long ago? Mm-hmm. As in compared to uh, the... Instant pot? The instant pot. They're entirely different. Yeah. They're they're right, not even so on the same rainbow the spectrum, scale. So... So we're in another city. I'm in another city. I'm not in Portland with yes, my crockpot. Yes, okay. exactly. Um, but but I can talk to you about that. It's yeah, all right. Absolutely. I'll get another one. I don't care. But they, no, no. I, they I have a crockpot, crock too. Yeah, crock Kids were wonderful enough to get me a crockpot. No, crockpot ribs are amazing. Good. I haven't done that yet. Okay, that's the one I would have you start with is, is going to be baby backs. Just, we're doing the simple kitchen here. I know. I know. I know. I can walk you through that kitchen. recipe so hard. <laughs> or Kahlua. So how many or, pounds are we of meat are we talking about here? I, I would just say two racks. Okay. I don't count them. Okay. Okay. But I can talk to you about the foil you put in the center and you wrap them around, you right. dust them. I'm and, in because I have yeah. Here's my thing. I th- I'm a single person, so it's a big, it's one of the larger size. I don't know how many quarts, but eight. Crock pots. So, yeah. It's and eight. so I don't, the stuff I make, I think it overcooks it. And secondly, I don't really need that much leftover, so right. I, I needed a, a small version. Anyway. Hey, Chris, we get to talk about one of our favorite places here in Portland uh, because you've been going to the fish house a lot lately. Yeah. I enjoyed the steakhouse. We're talking about Ringside Steakhouse and Ringside Fish House for Mother's Day. It was a great thing to go. And, and Father's Day, by the way, just around the corner. Yeah. did you? Were you sitting at that big table by the fireplace? No, we were, we were adjacent to it. Okay. Uh, we, we didn't have uh, enough. And they put that table special together special for us chris right, it's normally right, just yes. i think a, it's like a four top that's through no there. i was there the other night and they had another, I another went big with, table i in did there? go with my yeah. son for we tried to go to ringside uh steakhouse for happy hour no. at like 10 o'clock right two packed right which is because it's so good right and we ended up going over to fish house mm-hmm. and did that because i like to enjoy all those Really cool things. Yeah, I've been, happy hour I've been following with, with my son. Yeah, I've been following your adventures with all the different seafood the last the uh, last couple of weeks. So if you follow your Instagram account, right, Portland Food ADV, you'll see, what was the, it was like the it was the seafood platter. Oh, it's the chilled seafood the chi- platter. Yeah, but you know uh, some of Amazing. it is also posted on Food Podcast PDX, so you can see sure, that too. both places. But last night I had the uh, I just had to I had a hankering for this mm-hmm. hankering for the. Um, Hot King crab legs. Oh, nice! They were great. Yeah, they looked good. I yeah, saw that a picture. Drawn butter. We yeah. used to get those in college off of a truck in Tucson, Arizona. They would sell King crab legs. That was the first time I'd ever had them. Off of a truck, the East Coast. Yeah. Off of a truck in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, but here, no Ringside Fish House. You in know, it's Portland, only the best. Oregon. Yeah, yep. it was great. So they were great, and I've also some of the cool the the donuts there for dessert mm. at Fish House are fantastic. Okay. They're beautifully warm, delicious with a cup of coffee. And uh, also, I discovered the clam chowder. Here's the deal. Three bucks. Three, three ninety-five for a bowl of clam chowder. Wow. Which is better. It's not that thick, heavy stuff. It's right. really well done. And you can get... Have you had the calamari there? We have to go there for I, I haven't had the day. calamari. Yeah, so... I'm totally in. It's like five bucks. It's it's crazy. Yep. But... Um, 
Anyway, I've been really enjoying Ringside. It's a, it's a pleasure to have them as a sponsor. We're proud to have Ringside as a sponsor, and we get to try some of their food. Certainly, and they've got the two locations, Ringside Steakhouse, Ringside Fish House, and if you just go to either of those websites, just slap a .com at the end, right. ringsidefishhouse.com, and you can make reservations right there online. There you go. And don't forget the Dollar Oyster Mondays. Oh, can't wow. forget that. So anyways, the show. Nor there. Yeah. So, so, yes. So did, that's how I got did, the show. It started one hour on a Saturday, and but, we, we couldn't get people did, in. You didn't... But the initial meeting, you weren't talking about, I'm going to have, I'm going to get these No, they never and, did anything. They right. never did anything except... They just except let you do what you want to do. I had 15 minutes where they taught me what a radio clock was. And I walked away going, oh, so I didn't listen to any of that. That's so typical me. Like, oh, whatever. Someone's going to handle that. And I did. I made sure that whoever was running my board, that they handled it. I like, I just... I didn't put that much effort into that piece. I put more effort into trying to be myself. The first year was terrible. I mean, I, I like my second interview was John Gorham. Bless your heart, John. Well, so you did have those folks. I on did. Right off the bat. I don't know how. I have no idea what happened. But the last four years, the show wrote itself. I literally showed up. You know me. I show. I come in, park like a jerk, ten minutes before the show. I have talk proof for of two that. hours. Absolutely, and then leave. But the show just got. It became. So it it just became what it was going to become. And it became that on its own. And I decided to stop trying to force anything and just let the shows happen the way they're going to happen. Sit back, be who I am, try to make sure that who I am when I'm on the air was the person that you were going to meet if I was out to dinner. It was going to be the same girl. And and I feel like I, I did a good job with that. Because I didn't feel that way in the beginning. I felt like people want this and people want that. People don't want anything but to know that the person they're listening to is a real human being. You know? I have to remember that. It is true. It's <laughs> Did true. you do a pretty good job? No. Yeah. Just... No, but it is true. And and I wanted to be authentic. And I wanted to say, I don't know what that means. And I right. wanted to I say, don't... teach me. We could have a whole show on the word authentic and how that's become sort but of bullshit. So, uh, yeah, exactly. So, what exactly. is authentic? I mean, I... I've I've seen um, businesses claim to be authentic, and as soon as they do that, I think that's a marketing thing. So you're no longer authentic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? I'm not saying that you're not authentic. By no, the way. I that am. Wasn't my point. I am. I actually, I actually created that word. <laughs> Look at even Court is smiling. You are such a like that. You you know what? You have a stern beard. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I feel like I want to like. I've got dimples underneath that beard. Don't You're you just really? not seeing them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had to I had to harden myself up a little bit. When we couldn't both have dimples, we'd have fighting dimples on the show. I think I have dimples too. D- yeah, you have dimples. Yeah. It's yeah. the dimple show. <laughs> Dimple gang. I, so you're sitting in a different position. I very rarely get to see if Court's laughing or happy any longer. I have to look the other yeah, way. Yeah, I get that to way. see him. I get to we see him. To, Even though my eyeball doesn't turn that, turn that way, way. Right. I have a little bit of per- periphery and it brings Court in. Right, no. you got so a better view. You, I can tell you to, that he's mean mugging me. He's like, shut up. We shut used to up. have our guests, <laughs> guests used to sit right under the no food or drink I sign. feel like I sat there. Do you know how much uh, booze and water I've put on boards in my time? Right. So much. You're the reason why we have that sign. You weren't, so uh, much. You weren't yeah. here. Uh, he no, wasn't here. No, not here, but where I was. No, but you, didn't you come in for the, la- the last show of 2014? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or 13, 2013, 15. 15. 15. Yeah, I was, right. ab- I was absent that day. Right, you were absent, and yeah. that was the last show that Heather was here, and then we had oh, a bunch really? of people. Yeah. 
Oh, so. well, I mean, it. yeah, I was here, but yeah, but there was a bunch of us and it was like very like listy. It wasn't like this. It wasn't like a real conversation. You no, know? it was a, it was a, it was the end a of roundup. the year. Yeah, it was a roundup. It was yeah. different. And I, we're not really set up to have a, a lot of different people. I like this better. I just oh, want to come absolutely. in. Absolutely. This is great because you and I have spent some time <laughs> together and now we yeah, get we're to Yeah, we're pals. Now we get to expose who you really are to a lot of people. And they I'm really not, excited about that. So they heard that on your show anyway. But let's be real. Not, yeah. a, not everybody would tune into the radio at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. So you're reaching some people with us that that normally would not have heard you before. But they probably and know who I am. They, pro- they mm-hmm. may. Yes, most do. Everyone but when knows I went who on, I am. But when I went on your show, <laughs> that was a group of people I'd never reached anyway. Because yes. I got some really interesting phone calls from some very strange people after I got out of the, that we, studio. I always say that my show had a mu- like had a much bigger listenership than it deserved. Kind of like my website. When I check like how many people are on my website, I shake my head and go, what is wrong with you people? There can't be anything interesting here for you. <laughs> like I just get more than I probably deserve. But yeah, I, I, get, I used to get crazy calls and I, I have had... Over the time on the air, and it's one show, two hours long. The things that have happened, like I couldn't remember. I thought I, I, I reached out to Spooky, who was my producer, James, and I said, "Did anything interesting happen?" And my, my the the text just started going because he had. Look at that sound effects. Make sure you no. get that court. Um, so many things. I was laughing over, you got a so over there. Court, we can I, just hit. Just. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because I forgot about all of the amazing or not amazing atrocious. I'm not supposed to say that word. Atrocious things that happen. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad, um, but they're all fantastic. And if you have time at any point on this show, I'd love to share some of the funnier. Well, we let's go with the top couple that come to mind that were the most insane that you can think um, of. I, uh, look, I'm just opening this up because Spooky's the, brain the is one, better than mine. The one that no one would have heard about listening to the show, but behind the scenes, maybe that. Oh my that, gosh! Okay, so okay, I'm okay. I'm <laughs> so bad. You guys are probably just going to look at me with your jaw open. We've been so, doing. We, we've, we've already been doing that. So so I after I had the kids and I went through my whole like twin pregnancy on the air. I, can't, I actually, two weeks after I delivered them, I came back and started the show again. And I, I just, like, my family has sort of grown on the air with everybody. But after I had the kids, my stomach was really sensitive. And everybody who comes usually brings food, food or drinks. And my st- stomach just started to get really sensitive. And I sometimes would have emergency moments. <clears throat> and it would always... And you're live. Live. Live, live. You were live. And I was live. And it was, it would happen, like it would be like 10 a.m., 10, 15, 10, 15 a.m. And it would be like, I had to use the bathroom. So we had this, um, we would have, and and people always came. And I always encouraged people to fill my studio. Come with your friends. Be comfortable. If you have kids, let them look through the window. I want people to have. so the opposite of how we feel. Yeah. I just want people to have like, (laughs) and a lot of times I was their first interview. Young chefs. Um, nervous people. And I was a good person for them because I I think I was, I served a lot of softballs. Let's put it that way. I wanted to make sure that people told their story. The show was a storytelling show. I didn't expect it to be, but it did end up being a storytelling show. Right. But it's a little challenging because you only had six or seven minutes. So you had to get 
If a guest really wanted to tell their story, they felt they were like, yeah, there were eleven to twelve minute segments. Okay. But most most people, as you know, I would give them an hour, so they would get three to four segments. Right. So so it was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't like this where you could really go, but we did have commercial breaks. Um, but so I had a code and my code was I would look down at my phone and I would pick it up and I'd and, and I would turn my mic off or I'd hit the cough button and I'd go, I'm sorry, I have to take this call. <laughs> door and poor James would have to hold it together knowing that I was down like dashing through was 45 he doors the guest? he would have to finish the interview okay. I'd have to apologize to the guest and run out the door to go to the bathroom just because my stomach was so like funny but yeah and I think we all know what that means but yeah classy stuff stuff like that or I remember there was one I'll tell one really good one and I'm just going to throw the name out you know Aria Jen Ryan Chonky yeah, of course. Okay. He's been on. The, he's been on. Yeah. If you'd been listening, you'd know that. Yeah. So um, I'm sure he'll listen then. So we were doing a roundup for toast, the the Oregon booze thing, and we would bring in all a lot of spirits makers. Well, it was getting really crazy, and it was towards the end, and everyone was like drinking a lot. And he said something, and he grabbed his coffee cup, and slugged it, and someone had been chewing spit into it nice. and he took like a full swallow of it Ooh. on the air and Ooh. had to hold it together Ooh. he spit it out it was who used to own bull run i don't know um anyways it was uh, there was just some good stuff like that but you just pointed out that we pronounced his name incorrectly and no didn't correct us chunky yeah i we i pronounced it sansky <laughs> I mean, so, ryan i, I hope think. you get this you remember i don't i don't remember yeah, but it's one of my pet peeves. It's like, please correct us. Let us know. And by the way, it's something, even after four years, we should ask everybody like they do when do they're doing a name? news segment. Right. Missy How do you say your name? Spell it out, please. We, we do. And I, and I will ask. That's another thing to add to that Bible. Please send back your name phonetically or something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the things that people don't tell you. That is such a long email you send out. It's, it's long because you're looking at it on a phone. If you looked at it on a computer, it's not quite as long. I timed it. It's less than two minutes. It's you a minute. T- that's so, like, I would never I do that. I did because I know how long it is, and people always give me shit for how long it is. But it's like, here's the here's all, here's what it covers. And you don't do the same thing. You're just like, here's Park the location. Park in the back of the building. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, it covers uh, how to You're get downtown, here. though. Downtown right. is way different. Oh, you'd yeah. be, you'd, yeah, right. It's, but you'd be surprised how many people still, despite the instructions from Chris, still can't find the place. Yeah, but it's been pretty, we've been we've pretty better, good. Better. And, and uh, you know, I explained that you can swear, so we want people to just be themselves. We want them to be authentic, mm-hmm. as you said. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to swear, that's okay, too. We don't make sure. them. Yeah. And uh, the word amazing, that's covered. And then, <laughs> when, and, then we, and then I simply cover, I think I added something recently. Oh, yeah. If you know something's, because unlike your show, We'll record this, and this is going to come out four or five weeks after we record it, or three, four, right. or something yeah, like yeah. that. And so I start. we had this happen a few times. If you know something's going to happen in those three or four weeks, when the podcast is released. Yeah, be relevant, us. people. Yeah, tell us, because we've had... So Matt I've S- had this happen, too, even yeah. live. I'm well, just like... But we had Matt Sigler on, and, and he's a great guy, and I love him, but the day after he was on the show, it was announced he was leaving Renata. We just recorded the interview. He could have said that, and he was like, well, it was just reported in the Oregonian. I'm like, yeah, I know, but you were on. Anyway. That's- you just did an hour-long podcast. <laughs> hook, up, hook me up. Right, and by the way, we won't say anything if you tell us not to say anything until it comes out. That's okay. But we had to go in and kind of sort of fix it because you can't release that podcast without that even that mention that he's still the you know 
as though he's still a chef. Again, Matt's great. I, he's a he's a chef, but I just I wish I had said that to him beforehand. So now I am. So now I'm it saying, gets its own paragraph in, now it in gets the email. Its own paragraph. Yep. So now it gets longer. And then what else was Look, there? Look, we're still talking about it. Contact. I'm, I'm looking Matt, at it right now. Matt think, is coming in on my time now. Right, right. See, Matt's, you you act like he did something wrong. The guy's a... He, he's a I he's didn't a, say he did anything wrong. That we're was talking my about fault. him now. He's a food-promoting genius. Yeah, we're talking right. about him right now. <laughs> but that was my fault because had I yeah. said that. So I'm I learning as I go. It's like the puppy. When the puppy goes bathroom, it's not his fault. It's my fault. Because I didn't get him outside. So that's all. Um, anyway. What? <laughs> Matt, we're not comparing you. No. And we to, had I, the chef. It'll go nameless and it'll be one sentence. I just found out we had a, a chef on um, who the entire thing was about his restaurant. And I found out at the time he did not own it any longer. He wasn't there. He was never going to be there again. And he sat in this podcast and talked about it like. It was his. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, are you going to air it? I mean, you paid. Oh, for we the already time. did. Oh, it's it was. It two did air. It was two two years ago. Anybody's welcome to go through. Yeah. If we were done, you can tell me. Yeah, yeah. So what we're basically so, saying right here is what? Why are you holding out on us? Give us some dirt. <laughs> yeah. I I will say that I am a keeper of many secrets. One thing that was oh, great okay. is when we went on commercial breaks. I had a lot. I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I would be interviewing someone, and then we would go to a commercial break. You and I are like this. We would actually, the, the interview or the conversation would keep going and it would be almost tough that, that, to get back. Right. And that and, and the best conversations are the ones that are happening off there. air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't like to talk to anybody outside in the reception area. I kind of am sn- snobby. I want to walk right in because. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I'll have a conversation, but. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. I, I, I actually felt that way too. I didn't like to answer the door when they were at the door right. because I wanted to meet them and have it be a, like a fresh moment for us when we did our interview. Right. So, so much bef- better. Uh, before, do you have, do you remember but, any secrets? But, but, do you remember any secrets that you knew that you were I know dying? everything. They were chomping at the bit. To, I to have release? interviewed people while they were talking to me and I am a very food and beverage business savvy woman and I know numbers and I can read a PL statement faster than most people can read whatever their horoscope and when people are talking to me and they're giving me information usually i think a lot of the times i listen to a whole lot of horse shit and and i hate to say it but i'd be interviewing some someone and they're like blah 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 and you know in my new restaurant on this corner of this and this and hello i've lived in the city for almost 30 years I know every fucking corner of the city and I know what was in there before and the and the what was in there before that and it, when they're talking about things or where they're getting their food from and and I'm looking at it, I asked them to bring me menus so I the menus and I'm like head I'm you know they're just bullshit me but a lot of people don't really know what I do and I think that that's fine and we'll talk about that but first I'd actually like to talk about why I'm not on the radio anymore. Oh there you go that's question number I don't remember number 7 oh my gosh, I, number I seven swear right to god here. Court better run when we're this gonna podcast's get, we're over. Gonna get there. I'm going to chase him down. You know I'm going to chase him past 95.5 gla- around the corner. To <laughs> I'm glad you steered us there because we're already halfway through. That's how quickly I know. this goes. That's actually how interesting I am. <laughs> time, <laughs> time doesn't stand still. Okay, Why so so, um, so what so, happened, right? Yeah, what happened? The real story. Yeah. Because I, I, would, I would bet there's a, a little bit. Ego-driven story for you, and uh-huh. then there's the, there's a, somewhere. I'm going to give you the straight poop. The straight poop, okay. Okay, and or as Dolly Parton would oh, say, you, straight talk. Did you, know, straight you need to go to the bathroom talk. right now. Is that what you were? Uh, 
Huh? No, she didn't take a phone call. Yeah, she didn't take she a, phone a phone call. <laughs> Hold on, I have to take this call. It's no. an emergency. <laughs> if that ever happens to you and I in a conversation, just stay. Don't okay. keep between me and the bathroom. You're welcome to go, man. I, <laughs> gives me time to check this, my phone. This is what I will be known for. Um, okay, so back at the end, the end of last year, actually, I would say in the fall. Yeah, in the fall, there was news that the radio station was going to be sold, and that it was actually going to be sold to a Vietnamese speaking station. And I would say I was back to the Mackie. That's good. Yes, I was. No, I I would say that I was um, the biggest surprise is that I had a lot of relief. I was very exhausted. Did you hear that third hand or did no 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 <clears throat> did right right you, from did like I was right at in? the station okay. and and it was you know very very open. Like that was Trump is really great. Trump yeah. didn't tweet that. So, no, so no 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 no. This was they're very oh, they're they're great. I mean I I had a great time there. I mean are you kidding me? I was just like I was writing my ticket over there. It was great, um, but I was surprised to feel relief. And there was nothing, no one, you know, James was like, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, the weekend programming and da, da da And I was like, no, James, I, the fact that I felt relief meant that I'm done. And you know what? I'm exhausted. I spend every Sunday away from my family. And I, it's not, MC, it's but it's more not than just that. Sunday, man. You got to get all the guests there and they're giving you those, I'm uh, sorry, I can't. I'm and going you have to, a to write a show. Yeah. And on top of that, the more you spend in the time you spend in the media, I mean, I would do Full weekends, I'm I'm seeing like the Bite of Oregon and auctions and doing all of the give back. And I spent a lot of time on the stage and you donate your time for that. And I am, you you know, you don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm just talking really awesomely about myself. Things like that are easy for me. It's very easy for me to talk to a crowd. I'm not concerned or scared so it's easy for me to say, that's fine. I mean, the amount of times that I've gone onto a stage, you know, and just read the script the first time 15 minutes beforehand is appalling. And I'm sorry to everyone, but it's not hard for me. It's easy to say yes, but I was exhausted. I had twin kids and I had gone through a couple promotions um, and I really love my career. Like I really like my job and I, I realized this was too much and I wasn't really getting what I I didn't need what I was getting. And what I mean by that is when you're in the media like that, you get lots of strokes. People give you everything. They want you to do everything. You get a lot of attention. I didn't need it. I found that I really didn't need it. And I was very relieved to think that I wouldn't have to respond to all of that and that I could you know, kind of go back to private citizen, Melissa Mackey, but it's not really going to happen. That's the thing that I think surprised me the most. Um, But then they were bought by Salem and I had already told everyone, you know, and announced I'm, I'm stepping away. It's the right time. Is that the Vietnamese group or a different group? Oh, a different group. Salem media actually ended up buying or they bought it from them. So they, they were staying and, and, and English speaking, and then I started getting hearing, you know, they want the simple kitchen and da da da. And I and so I at this point, I think, okay, well, you 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 trick yourself into thinking maybe you do want something. And so I, I'm just going to be honest. So I took an appointment with them to talk about it. And I showed up for the appointment, and the person I had an appointment with was not there. 
So I told the person who was there, let them know this is very disappointing. And I left. And then I sent a message to that person's boss. And this, and then, you know, everyone freaks out. Oh my God, oh my God, you didn't show up for the appointment or whatever. It's fine. But quite frankly, if one of my employees sets an appointment with you, Chris, and they don't show up, I hope to God you send me a message. I hope to God I find out about it. So um, then the next one, they want to set another appointment. I said, you know what, let's just do this on the phone. So we talk on the phone. And the problem that I, the things that I didn't want to do in the past was I didn't want to do any of the promotion. I didn't want to do any of the work. If you want me to come and do this, you need to do it. And he said, well, why don't you take a hiatus? And, and I said, okay, I'm going to take the time. I will let you run the show. And we left it at that. And is, is the Simple Kitchen still running? It, it just recently stopped. Oh, oh, it stopped. Yeah. Our friends at San Pellegrino would like to shine the spotlight on Hot Yai. Hot Yai is Paddy and Long Bond chef Earl Ninsom and barman Alan Aquai's popular, fast, casual, buzzy spot in the Vernon neighborhood in northeast Portland. Named after the southern Thai city of Hot Yai near the Malaysian border, you'll find their famous fried chicken, which can be ordered in a variety of delicious ways, and a host of other favorite foods from southern Thailand. While plenty of critics and diners have taken notice of Hot Yai's many authentic offerings, the Oregonian's Michael Russell proclaims their house Malay curry alone a small wonder and capped off as many praises of this Portland gem with a great four-star rating. Whether you like spicy foods or not, Hot Yai is a fantastic Thai choice in Portland, which is now known as one of the United States' best Thai food cities. And a great way to compliment any dish on Hot Yai's exciting menu is with a sparkling bottle of San Pellegrino or one of the many tasty San Pellegrino sparkling fruit beverages. Make sure to check into sanpellegrino.com to see where the best chefs in the world recommend you dine. Here in Portland, San Pellegrino suggests you stop in soon to enjoy a meal you'll love at Hot Yai. So let me ask you this. What did you... um, what was your primary motivation for doing the show? After a while, you may have a different motivation in the yep. beginning, but my, I my thought view about that. is yeah. it's got to be, are you making money? Because that's obviously a, a motivator. Is it helping your other career? Because that's a motivator. Mm-hmm. Is it something you just absolutely enjoy doing and you feel you're altruistic by promoting these businesses? That's, that's a reason for doing it, but I don't think a sole reason for a long time. Right. Um, <laughs> and you, that's what happened. Yeah, okay. So when we talk, when we wrap up the show and and talk about what it is that I actually do, um, it'll all sort of come together. Um, But I initially started because I thought, oh, I can promote my blog by having this weekend radio show and I can get, be able to do more recipe development and stuff like that. And then I'm like, I'm on the air and I'm like, I don't need to do that. Everybody's going to my website, whatever. I don't even know what, I, I haven't even written a recipe in forever and I'm having so much fun. It was so fun. I was meeting new people. I was getting to go to great events, taste amazing food. And it was a time of my life that I think not very many people get to have. And I got to have it. I got to step in, meet and taste everything and help people tell their stories. And it was glorious. But the thing about radio is that There's two types of radio. One is that you work for a station 
and you execute their programming. And number two is that you pay for the time and you execute your own programming. There's a third that people don't know about, and it's they give you an idea and they don't pay you, but they don't get to say what you do. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was. I couldn't be paid because it didn't make sense for with what I did for a living. But I could have a show that I could do anything I want. And they're paying, they are, they're paying for, they're paying for like all of this. And I'm waving my hands around the station and they're paying someone to come and do everything for me. And they're just saying, bring your talent and you can have your own show. So that was it. But yes. So that lasts a certain amount of time. And then exactly. And then you got twins. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you got a lot of stuff going on and a job. And at some point, I don't think people knew that when I was doing it, that when I was spending those two hours or hour with them and giving those interviews, that it was enjoyable for me to hear their stories. But I wasn't walking home with a check. I was there learning and growing and you know, being part of something that I believed in, which was Portland and the food and the growth and helping people um, grow their business because essentially they're big commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there just came a point that that the the time away from my fa- my family didn't balance with, you know, with with what I was doing. And I needed to focus more on I, my, my career grew. And it grew in the in the direction of my dream direction. So, you know, I, I would have to say in the end of the day, I'm the one who won. Because I feel my, my market knowledge is, you know, I don't know a lot of people who have as much market knowledge as I do. And um, have you ever seen the movie Missing with Liam Neeson? Mm-hmm. I always... <laughs> I always think when it comes to the Portland market, I always think I have a very special set of skills, you know, very individual for this area. And and that's, you know, when he has that scene where he, when he's like going to go get that guy who took I'm his daughter. I'm trying to remember the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's I like I have I've a very it. select special set of skills. And that's how I feel about myself is that I've been, I've been, have been in market. And then I had the opportunity for five years to interview every form winemaker cheesemaker goat goat farmer strawberry grower everything no one chris is gonna bullshit missy Mackey. yeah but you don't need to but that is that's not your primary goal not to be bullshitted right on some days it's sure have, as hell is i have similar you know i've kind of done yeah, a similar absolutely uh similar uh I you don't, don't know if i would call it a skill set you don't work in my industry based. though no, no. And and, and, and I gl- wouldn't say it's my goal to like not be bullshitted, but it is my goal to be hyper aware of every aspect of the market. Right. And so, not in a negative way. Well, but, I was going to say, does that does that then manifest itself in a kind of a cynical way when you're like listening scary? to people? Yeah. Well, Maybe I sound scary. People, no, not, <laughs> a, not at all. But if you, but I would guess if you're aware of people's bullshit, then you're kind of you get a little not only cynical towards them in an interview. But like, okay, here comes yeah. another one. And that may be reason why after five years, it's like I've had enough of yeah. this percentage of bullshit, you know, that people, because honestly, right. I, I get tired of hearing, I don't get really, I mean, but when you hear the same things. Formula. Over, yeah, formula. And that's why one reason on this podcast, I don't want to talk about what's new at your restaurant very much. Just a little, uh, okay. Just, <laughs> just little, one of my restaurants. Come on. No, no, no. Well, I didn't mean yours, but I meant over, <laughs> I don't want to talk to 
I want to interview someone and sure. and make it 45 minutes about their new happy hour menu. I don't care. Right. Uh, and no one else that. does either. If you have a great happy hour, we're going to come. Right. It's going to be found out. And, yeah. it, and it can be mentioned in 15 seconds. It, uh, we don't need to have the whole thing. Anyway, so. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Um, But yeah, so that was my exit. It was actually, it was actually a very smooth exit because I had already pulled away and allowed the reruns and the greatest hits and all of that. And I found the space to think. I contemplated coming back, but the new company, uh, it, it basically the only way I was going to come back, Chris, is there needed to be a really shiny red carpet rolled out, and it didn't happen. And Missy Maggie was like, "Well, uh, double deuces. I got stuff to do. I'm going to go lay on my couch in the backyard <laughs> because I don't because I'm not I'm not making my livelihood off of it. Yeah, you no, know that's important. And and quite frankly. I can review restaurants. I can write all I want, and that's for free, too. You can take it in a different direction. Look what Maddie's doing now, man, with Absol- Ravenous Traveler. He's, yes. He's doing... It's exciting to watch him. Yeah. yeah. It really mm-hmm. is. So, you, 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 you know... You do what you want to do. Yep. And you just... You just uh, that's one of the things about... Um, and I am... I'm 47, and, and I've said a few other ages, but I am. I'm 47, <laughs> and I will tell you, I'm in my power years, Chris. Oh, I believe so. And it's... Fantastic. Do we want to talk about exactly how many years you have left for power years? I have five years or five minutes no, left five, on this podcast. You don't have five. Yes and yes. You have five, five years. <laughs> I have five years left. Not enough. Um, well, we didn't have any commercial messages. so. Okay. So let, let me talk about what I do for a living. Let's talk about what you do. Is that do okay? So a lot of people don't know that I am. It's your show. I'm walking out. I know. I know. Done. Thank you. Just, and can you, <laughs> great. I just need your locker combination. That'll do. <laughs> Leave your parking pass there. Um, so I, I'm a, a sales director. I, I work for Landry's and Landry's is the largest restaurant company in the United States. I work for the McCormick and Schmick's umbrella on the West coast and uh, it was founded here in Portland. So McCormick and Schmick's, not Landry's. Landry's was founded in Texas. Texas, yeah. yeah. And our headquarters is in Houston. Right. So, um, you know, to make a long story short, I'm, gl- I, I'm glad I brought this up. By I, the way, I know. I, no, hey. I am because I wanted to talk to you about Landry's. And sure. What, sure. In a in a city where chefs and privately owned quiet little restaurants are the thing. You're in Houston anti- or in Portland. Yeah, in Portland. Oh, in Por- see, that's Landry's the whole thing. McCormick and Schmick's, which once was the iconic, you know, right there with Ringside and all that, mm-hmm. is now the kind of the big, by some people, the big corporate entity. So right. uh, looked at that way. So um, you know that you don't see. I, you know what's wonderful from the day I met you, you don't give a shit about that. No, right. I tell you what, I'm a company girl, and I've said that, and. The way I feel is if you're not, you know, I'm a woman, so I say I'm a company girl. If you're not a company girl, find a new company. And, you know, for some people, it makes sense to work for in one environment. And for others, it makes sense to work in another. I make big changes inside of the company that I work for. And I can because of the support and the size of it. We employ a lot of people. We do a lot. Who all make money. And you don't find that necessarily in Portland restaurant scene. Right. A lot of people making a lot of money. A company like yours, they do, do well. Yeah, they do well, and they're treated well. And you know, everybody has their share of you know disgruntled employees, but that's everywhere. That's small, and that's big. But um, I think right now the funnest thing is working with restaurants like Jake's Famous Crawfish and Jake's Grill and Harborside, like really cool restaurants. Like Jake's Crawfish 
125 years old. It, the only other restaurant that's as old as it is Wolf's. 125 years old. I think people forget that. Um, it's it's just exciting. We opened Jake's Grill in 1994. The chef's been there for 19 years. Mm-hmm. He's incredible. So there, it's we forget about the fact that these restaurants are founded in Portland. Do they uh, have they gotten hit at all with the proliferation of restaurants in Portland? I mean, it's hard. Sure, so, I, I think I think they do. And then I also think that we affect other restaurants by being able to push maybe some lower prices and, you know, during some parts of the year. And then I think that the other restaurants can affect um, of maybe a larger restaurant by um, being more unique and individual and maybe not part, maybe not owned by a large brand. You know, I've always believed that more business in, a, in an area brings more business mm-hmm. into an area, like more restaurants brings more restaurant Attend. Look at division. Yes, exactly. Nobody's dying over there. You know, right. it, it makes sense. We all need each other. Um, but, you know. Well, that's I, actually not the case. There's some that are closed. Look at American Local just closed. So, but, yeah. But, and we don't but, know why. I mean, I would love to, 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 to take a look at that and see what happened. I, I like to analyze those when I can. But, but anyways, I, I wanted to make sure that I did get a point, get an opportunity to say that just I don't think a lot of people know. I have worked for my company the entire time I've been on the on the air, the and whole time. And I have before done that. How long have you been there now? Uh, I'm in my seventh year with seventh. them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And where were you before that? Before that, I was with uh, Larkspur Collection. So I was down on the waterfront as a sales director mm-hmm. um, with the uh, River Place Hotel. Mm-hmm. And before that, Kimpton, which just changed. Yes, hands, the river. The they the, they the, actually turned over to Kimpton. Where, right. I, where I was headhunted from Kimpton to go down there, and it turned over to Kimpton, and bless bless them, they, they offered me my job. But right at that time was when the Governor Hotel sales director retired, mm-hmm. and I took over that position, and that was when right in the process of the time that Landry's purchased the McCormick and Schmick's chain. And so I stepped right into that, and it's been amazing. Oh my gosh! That's the perfect time. Wow! Did he just? Did you just? Just it? Oh, really? I no, said the amazing word, didn't say, I? As, if you're, you know what? You're, the timer starts. So the power is about to cut out on my board here, and I'm, it's over. Exactly. Oh, st- <laughs> no! But truly, I, 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 I think I always just never get the opportunity to talk about just reminding people. No, about you, I don't think you did on your show. I didn't. I mean, I didn't listen every time to know that you did or didn't. It's okay. We don't listen to I'm each other's show. <laughs> I listen. I listen, especially when I was coming in. Yeah. To be on it, and I thank you, by the way, for all the opportunities to be on. That You're was, very welcome. It, I appreciate you, you taking the very, time. Very kind to uh, get in what I needed to get in. Mm-hmm. So um, I appreciate that. So, do you think we may see you back uh, doing that sort of thing, or are you just going to leave leave everything open so you can? You know, you can open a few new doors. I've had, I usually every couple months, um, I've had someone reach out to me from a radio station here, um, television. I'm very apprehensive to start being in front of a camera just at my age. I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that the world is oh, kind. Oh, I never would have thought you're the age that at you- At 27? The, Come on. Yeah, the, <laughs> the last age that you said you were. I, just, I don't think I would have thought that. I, I don't want to lose the opportunity to age gracefully and teach my daughter that that's okay. 
Plus, I think on the weekends now, it's way better to be spending time with your kids. Are you kidding me? I'm so much healthier. You don't want to be in with people like... (laughs) You don't want to be in with people like me and Ryan. <laughs> I, was, no, I was I was always amazed that because um, I you know I'm familiar with weekend programming on radio stations, and for the most part, it's either syndicated or it's pre-recorded. So when mm-hmm. I realized that you were actually doing that live, I'm like, mm-hmm. and that's and, a that's a commitment and, to do a yeah. weekend show on top of a full-time job, right? And practically that's what over, people don't get. <laughs> and over <laughs> it was in, hard. Practically over in zigzag too. I mean, right. it was way out there. Oh so. my gosh! It was not. <laughs> oh, can I do? Can I do a quick promo for one of the restaurants? Why not? I know, I know. You don't cut it out. But listen, I do want to say mm. that I think you all know at this point that the commercial fishing has started for mm. the river runs, Copper River specifically. Mm-hmm. And by the time this starts, um, Jake's famous crawfish will be getting their first set of the the fresh salmon coming out of Alaska from the river runs. So. Head to Jake's Famous Crawfish. I'm telling you, if you want fresh fish, well, that's where to go. I didn't tell you. We, I'll take I think you. I told Will you, you go with me? Absolutely. You're inviting me already to a spring lamb thing yes. this week. Yes. So oh, yeah. We're t- having dinner on Thursday. I appreciate that. Thank you. I don't know if I'm sitting with you or not, but just being invited. I actually wrote great. that down. I said, Chris will sit next to Missy Mackey. Thank you. Very I'm nice. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, River runs go through, I mean, they go through June, July. That fresh salmon, that delicious fatty salmon that comes out of that cold, long rivers. Mm. So I have to, to complete this. Yes. And we'll talk about your business. When I first came here, I think I stayed at the, 2005, I stayed at the Fifth Avenue Suites, which was a Kimpton Hotel. You yep. mentioned you we, I worked in that building so while you were there. the Red Star was, I liked the Red Star. I thought that was I really like cool. It. I still really like it. Yeah. And I went to the, I've told this story before on this podcast, but I went to the concierge and I said, where should I go? I didn't know there was any food thing, and it was 2005. So, yep. actually, no, it was 2004 before that. And um, he said, he gave me three restaurants, and I had to still laugh at this list. Mother's was okay because it was near the hotel, yeah. it was right there, and I really liked it when really I Really big deal, yeah. It was great. So, and it was local and all that good stuff. But I got Ruth's Chris, which I thought, geez, you know. I can go any- there anywhere. I can go right? anywhere. And, and, and Jake's. Mm-hmm. And, which at the time I didn't know anything about. I didn't know any history. It was just old, and I never made it because I went there and I went. Uh, I discovered um, Northwest Twenty First, right? With the and restaurant. I went to mm-hmm. Tuscany Grill, and those mm-hmm. people. I love those people, Pat and Colleen. Yep, it's and, delicious. And so I ended up doing that. So I never got to Jake's. So uh, you ate at Jake's Grill with me. Yes, I've but been now to Jake's. you now um, Jake's Crawfish. Have you ever been to Jake's Famous Crawfish? So told you will. I'm taking you there. We're, okay. we're, we'll eat that. You love seafood. Wow. Court, have you been there? You, you... I have not. See? No. You know, it's funny because it's it's one of the top tourist places. It's it's on all of the hot lists and maps for seafood. So, okay. And you're, uh, you're going to tow the company line here. So if you were, if someone came in from out of town okay. and wanted to experience the Portland food scene. Do you feel that Jake's is the first place they should go or just in the mix? I would say that it's in the top three. Jake's Famous Crawfish is absolutely in the top three. And when you go in there, you will understand. Okay. And then what are the other two? Um... For coming from to Portland and to feel the Portland food scene. And you have two two or three nights. Give us the other two nights. Other two nights. Okay, I would definitely and do Jake's Famous Crawfish. And by the way, no offense crawfish. to everybody else. You're on the spot here. You can't list everybody you know and love. We okay, know that. Okay, I get it. Um, I would probably do St. Jock. 
um, St. Jack, right? I just, mm-hmm. ugh, I love it. Um, uh, or Lamoule. Um, and then I just do that. this, yeah. Do you like Lamoule more? Do you like the feel? Yeah. I like the feel of it. I love the feel of that. I love the feel of it. Yeah. I really do. Um, and gosh, oh my gosh, it's really hard to be on the spot like this. Where else? Um, oh, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Okay. I specifically That's, didn't do isn't lists. Isn't that the amazing thing? Oh. The incredible thing about our food scene, you get brain, brain freeze on a simple question like that. I'll sit it's here. It's really hard. I'll sit downstairs. Where should I go? Down in downtown. Mm-hmm. Where should I go eat right now? I can't come up with an answer. Is that insane? Maybe a burger at Le Pigeon. There you go. All right. I mean, that's, that's nuts, at right? The, at the counter. At the counter. But now I'm telling you, you want to go to Canard. Enough. I haven't been. There so you go. maybe that's another date. You have to go there. So. I hope I told enough stories. You did, and we're glad we're glad I appreciate we're the time, people gentlemen. That have to come here there and we're glad you came here. Thank you. It was a pleasure. There's not enough time. We could have done this for three hours. You know I know. That. I know. And we're gonna continue a Thursday night. Maybe we'll just bring a we'll just turn the spring recorder. Yeah, Maybe. we'll bring the mic we'll turn the mic on on one of our phones. I know with some delicious lamb. Right. Who and love we should spring turn it on, on both lamb. phones and see what if there's different perspective. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for everything. Appreciate it. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. 